This is the Ancient Texan Father's Day 2021. Just listen this morning to Jordan Peterson broadcast podcast YouTube video with Yanni Park probably saying that wrong on how to live she was born in North Korea in 1993 wow what a story oh everyone should be required to listen to that story and then perhaps appreciate what we have more. There's a couple of things that she said on the interview that bothered me a lot and made me thinking that I need to speak out more and stuff that bothers me. Because she talks about the terrible cost of silence and what it's done to the North Korean people, what it's doing to the Chinese people what it's done to Russians and other people live under totalitarian states. There's a thing now where it's called uh, society guilt or it's a concept in the Bible of Parents have eaten sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge. Park, she talked about how if you did something wrong, you said a word that you're not supposed to say, like freedom or rights or thousands of other words that had been screened from the vocabulary or you'd said this doesn't seem right or you said anything that kind of challenged the belief that uh, their ruler was essentially God and divine and it's, it, it's kind of like believing he's Jesus. You said anything, you were not only punished, but your children and your children's children. She had a grandfather that said, some of this isn't right. And then he, him and his, you know, the ones that follow after him were set into concentration camps, which are a lifetime and you're live and die there, mostly die kids are born there, they die there. You're forever punished for what your ancestors did. Now, we got the whole thing going on, you know, with Juneteenth, which I fully appreciate the fact that we need to acknowledge our history of slavery. We need to educate ourselves on what's happened we need to educate ourselves on what we did to the American Indian, to the Chinese workers that built the railroads. And I'm sure countless 
groups of immigrants since we began and we're still, you know, Muslims, we're picking on pretty good now. We need to be aware of that and we need to be serious about stopping it. I've, I've been accused of being a white privileged the word bastard was used but that was the sentiment kind of with the idea that I should be ashamed of and I, I can see you know I wish people before me hadn't have done slavery I wish we hadn't passed the Second Amendment so slave owners would have guns to protect themselves against the slaves when they were freed. I wish many things had been done better in the world, but should I feel guilt for what was done by those before me? Should my teeth chatter because my parents ate sour grapes. I don't think that's a constructive emotion. There's also the idea of reparations because blacks have been mistreated for a long time and that's hurt their accumulation of of wealth and I understand some people have more privilege and some groups have more privilege than other groups but I would make the argument that if we're going to do reparations we should start with American Indians I think we took more from them but how is that ever going to be fair you understand that privilege is a continuous function it goes from people in, you know, North Korea that are born with just, you know, the right to look for food. And they're not even allowed to do that without restriction. They have the right to be hungry. That's like if you had a gauge that measured privilege, they're right down there in zero. Absolute zero is what they have rights for. Then you have someone like Bill Gates' kids, Warren Buffett's kids. Their gas gauge is completely full. There's like no excuse for them not to have uh, a great life. Everything is, is laid out there for them and they can just have it. Now, I don't know how the gauge could get any fuller with some of them. Um, but, but even, you know, maybe Warren Buffett's kids and Bill Gates' kids are not even because, you know, maybe behind the scenes, Bill Gates is really hard to live with or, you know, he's, you know, got a little autism 
Asperger's going on, then it, it makes him, a, you know, makes it a little more challenging him for dad. And Warren Buffett's the, you know, grandpa kind of guy he seems like, and he's just great, great dad, great granddad. I don't know. Of course, I don't know what I'm talking about. But nothing's ever equal. It's kind of like there are no two points in the universe that are exactly the same, or no two people, or no two set of conditions. But privilege is a spectrum that goes from nothing to everything, and we're all on that spectrum. I would argue that there was a lot of black people born in a better position than I was born in. Nothing wrong with where I was born. I was born poor. Dad was a mechanic. Neither one of my parents had high school education. My dad, in particular, was pretty self-educated, but he had a lot of problems being in World War II and being there when the Japanese uh, attacked the Philippines and troops got left behind. We don't talk about those things, but. Fifty thousand troops got prisoners of the Japanese, and their main job was burying the people that died the day before because of no food. So my dad, his dad died when he was three, so I, I could go into didn't have it easy. My mom didn't say much, but I don't think she had it a lot better. By comparison, I had it pretty good. wasn't great though, but I was lucky. I was born in a state that, at the time, had pretty good education, and they had made college education affordable. I had my health, so my my meter compared to like someone in, you know, if you. Had my meter made it a hundred percent, people in North Korea are still a zero because I was so far ahead of them. It's like a logarithmic scale, and I was up up higher. But I suspect there's a lot of black people that were born in a better neighborhood and a better place. So there's this ranking of, you know, privilege, and to try to. Compensate everyone based on where they were born and where their parents were born, based on this privilege meter. I think is utter foolishness. I think what we should be trying to do is how do we give equality of opportunity to everybody, starting from now? We are so far away from that. Quality of opportunity, not equality of outcome, which is kind of what you're trying to do when you do reparations. Equality of outcome—that's such a can of worms. I just can't believe that that's anybody considers that seriously. It's it's coupled very strongly too with the idea of guilt for what your parents have done. Equality of opportunity. To do that, someone's got to have like here's the basics of 
quality of opportunity. You have to have food in your belly. Food and water in your belly. Probably have to have electricity. You have to have health care. And you have to have safety. Bullets are flying around. It's unsafe for you to go to school. Education to those people means picking the right route so you don't get killed. In our damn obsession with guns, we can't seem to do anything about it because we wrote it into our constitution so the slave owners would have guns to deal with the black slaves. What a curse, what a stupid amendment. So we need equality of opportunity. And I think by focusing on reparations and trying to put some guilt on white privilege, there's nothing wrong with trying to erase privilege, but uh, Wealth, inequality, and privilege are closely, are close cousins. And I don't think you can just redistribute money and fix that problem. It'll just reemerge. You have to concentrate on looking at the individual and focusing on what they need. Treating each individual like they're an individual treating them with kindness and respect. We have to learn how to do that. We have to do it. But I think you have to even get more basic and you have to start out on what's the basic of equality, food, electricity. I say electricity because if you have electricity, you can, you can make stuff and get tools and build stuff and whole bunch of other stuff. So, you know, food and water, electricity, medical care, safety. Let's start off trying to do that for all our people. And let's focus on that because that's really hard to do. That is not a trivial undertaking. And it's really hard to do because we don't really fundamentally care for each other and love each other. If we can do that, I, I think the, you know, reparations and trying to compensate for the past will be gone in a generation. Equality of opportunity would level this world out so fast because all of a sudden everybody would be getting a shot to learn and to grow and to contribute uh, and would live in a world where poverty wouldn't exist would live in a world where we treated each other with love and respect 
but I think we got to step back one step sooner, one step simpler, perhaps. Food, electricity, safety, healthcare. Seems pretty hard for us here in America to grasp that equality of opportunity begins with basic stuff that we don't know how to do. This is the ancient Texan taking a stand on something that I think is important. Hope you have have had a good Father's Day. This is the ancient Texan. Take care of yourself. Namaste.